their longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. On 95.7, the game. Okay, Friday, payday. Yeah, no bad moods today, okay? That's the deal. Have you ever been on a blind date? Oh, geez. Uh, never. Never? Never. I don't think I have either. I went from uh, my style. I went from but... one marriage to the other. I didn't really have much of a, of a run between yeah. the two. <laughs> have you ever had a blind marriage? Seriously. Uh... I mean... I was yeah. in. It was 22 years, uh, and yeah, then yeah. about four months into the second, and there was only about a year in between. So didn't do a lot of dating, Mark. Here's Never why, been good at dating. Here's why I ask, and and because it's 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 such a cliched thing uh, that you almost can't even say it with a straight face. But if somebody was like, "Oh, I'm gonna set you up with my friend," they okay, tell me about it. The, the, this person. Well, oh my gosh, you're gonna love the personality. The second you say it, I'm out. Right, like it's it's. It, and by the way, a great personality is huge. It's like it's necessary. It's needed. It's it all of those things, right? But it has such a stigma attached to it because it's we know what that supposedly means. Like maybe this person's not the looker right. that, that that you were were thinking about. So how does this sentence resonate with you, courtesy of Albert Breer? who is writing about Trey Lance. Very first sentence. Lance is well-liked and works his tail off. He's got no talent, Mark. I mean, if that... We didn't talk about his big arm. We didn't talk about his breakaway speed. We didn't talk about his football IQ and his football acumen. He's a guy who's well-liked. And darn it, he works real hard. Hey, Niners. What do you think about your draft pick from a couple of years ago? Well, he's a really nice kid. Exactly. And he really has a great attitude. Okay, I just did my Little League draft a couple weeks ago. I couldn't give a rip if we win or lose. That's not really the kind of coach that I am. There are other, I don't want my kid there, on your team. You know, there are other radio hosts around here who maybe go about a little different. But anyway, <laughs> so I... Is that radio host I, in your league? <laughs> The same, different age. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I like. I can't wait to get in there with those kids, and and yeah, we're gonna play hard, and I think we're gonna play pretty well. But the first thing I'm gonna do is get them to be playing as a team, and blah blah blah. But the the reason I bring it up is because you know how it goes when a bunch of adults are privately sitting around in a room doing their stupid draft on a Tuesday night where the kids can't be around or hear you and see you, and there'll be a kid's name on the list, and you're like, I don't know the kid. And if the other coach is like, great attitude. Right. Really good kid. Oh, I had him last year. Great family. <laughs> oh, you're going to love the dad. He'll help you out. He'll coach with you. Great family. You know what that means. Kid stinks. Kid can't hit a lick. <laughs> can't hit the ball. Couldn't catch a cold you, you in know, the hospital ward. You know exactly. So, this is what really got me about all of this Trey Lance stuff. That's the first sentence you got? You went to Niner camp. You had private conversations with people behind the scenes who have now watched this guy for two seasons, two off seasons. They have watched this guy, 
And he even got the starting job and played five quarters, as we know. And the first sentence you rocked was, Lance is well-liked and works his tail off. He's got a great family. He does, yeah. We had him last year. Oh, the mom will be the team mom. She'll bring cookies to practice. Oh, my God. A little bit of a red flag. Not a giant red flag, but it's a little troubling. And again, this is a a reporter reporting on something that he heard in terms of what they think of Trey Lance. Now, if he would have come out and said, man, Trey Lance has got a huge arm and he's made all these improvements and he knows the offense inside and out, would we think differently about this report? Absolutely. But ultimately, it's going to get settled. It's going to get revealed when Trey Lance actually gets to, wait for it, play football. Yeah, yeah. And whether or not he becomes QB1 at the start of the year or QB1 at some point in the year or if he never gets another chance to be QB1, hopefully Trey Lance at some point in his career actually gets to play football. Here are the next sentences, and there are some admissions There's more sentences? Yeah, there's more sentences. It's not just that he's well-liked and he works his tail off. Which, by the way, is a good thing. That's great. It's better than, like, oh, I don't know, Johnny Manziel. Baker Mayfield, right. Well, I, I think about Johnny Football, and sure, I don't sure. know how well-liked he is. Aaron Rodgers is another example. I don't know if he's well-liked. By his teammates. Well, I don't know if you need to be well-liked. Exactly now, my you point. do need to work your tail off, though. Don't, I think don't, that Ayahuasca does. Yes. Shout out the Darkness Retreat. I, I don't think Manziel did. Like, there are guys who have... Jamarcus Russell, yeah, exactly. They, they've got their priorities out of whack. It doesn't mean that they didn't work hard. If you get to the NFL, obviously you worked very hard. But sometimes when you get to the NFL, I've watched this, like... You get to the NFL and you're like, cool, I made it. I'm a first-round draft pick. I made it to the NFL. You know what I mean? I won't bring up the athlete, but I remember being on Radio Row at Super Bowl. Your guy, Lee Steinberg. Oh, God. Your guy. Your guy is cruising around, and he tells us about... A, Disheveled. He tells us about a quarterback that had just switched agents. He had left Steinberg for someone else. And Lee is like, well, here was the problem. Kid's about... Kid, like... Gonna get drafted in the first round. Okay, for sure. But this kid is already freaking out about endorsements. And I'm trying to tell the kid, how about if you play football first and be really good and then we're gonna go for endorsements. Now, Lee Steinberg is Patrick Mahomes agent. Look at the way Patrick Mahomes did it. Kid's gonna be a first round draft pick. Did you see him do a subway commercial? The next day, or did he wait? He waited two years. Then he became a big deal, and then he won a Super Bowl, and here came all the endorsements. And I watched that, and I went, see, that's Steinberg's influence right there. Because the kid that Steinberg lost, who got drafted in the first round and wanted all those endorsements before he even got going, guess what? He's out of the league. He's out of the league, and he was out of the league in about six years. And this is after being a first-round draft pick quarterback. Are you going to make me go draft by draft and Google it, or are you just going to come out and put the name on it? I'm not going to put a name on it. That's I'm not going to do that to him. You know what that is, right? Uh, what is it? <laughs> no, it's not. I just, I'm not going to put the it's guy's Hen name House on it. It's Henhouse Radio is anyway, what that is. point is... Name shame him. No, I'm not going to do that. We crush people here on 95.7 The Game. <laughs> no, I like the guy. But his, but his priorities were out of whack. Ryan Leaf. All right, no, it wasn't Ryan. So Trey Lance has got his priorities. Tim Couch. Not Tim Couch. Okay, I'm going to keep guessing. You. <laughs> Trey Lance has got his head screwed on straight. We've got that. But listen to the next sentence. Oh, God. He's not as skilled a runner as the 49ers had hoped. 
Okay. But he's a big, strong athlete. It's a big butt. It is. I love that, too. That's another thing. I mean, we talked about this yesterday. Oh, he's talented. Is he? Or does he just have raw, God-given things that would allow him to be talented? I don't know. But we're two sentences in, and we've got, he's got a great personality, sure. great family. Oh, you're going to love the cupcakes after the game. And a big butt. And then we got, he's not as good at the one thing that was going to kind of make him special. He's not as good as we thought. Right. But the table is set. The table is set for him to eat. I have no idea if he can cook. Right. But the table is all set. Like, all the ingredients are in the kitchen. But the big issue is he's not as good a runner as the 49ers maybe would have thought. And when you drafted Trey Lance and you brought him in and you thought about how he would be different than Jimmy Garoppolo, put Brock Purdy aside because Brock Purdy is found money unless the team had this devious muhahaha plan this whole time to sneak Mr. Irrelevant as QB3 and have him ultimately be the future of the franchise. So in terms of we want a quarterback better than Jimmy Garoppolo, which is why you drafted Trey Lance. You look at how Trey Lance would be better than Jimmy G, and you thought about the big arm, and you also thought about his ability to run the football because Jimmy G does not have a big arm, and Jimmy G is not good at running the football. When he runs the football, he tears his ACL or he collapses his foot. That's usually what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo when he runs the football. So if Trey Lance isn't the runner that you thought that he was going to be, and by the way, he maybe isn't as good at deciphering coverages as you thought he would be, we're in a world of hurt well, now in terms I, of Trey Lance and his ability to be QB1. I actually think his deciphering of coverages, his ability to process is tremendous. I think that the 49ers love that in him. The problem is, is he's had problems delivering the ball accurately. You can read the coverages all you want, but if you can't deliver the ball, then it's not going to work in the NFL. Ready for the next sentence? Here it is. There's more? The question really is whether he can improve as a passer, dash, He's not that natural of a thrower of the ball. Right. All right. Right. We so, saw that like right, right away. We and you could see that on his tape, his throwing motion. And I'm no Tom House in terms of QB mechanics, but you can easily see when Trey Lance drops back to pass and he goes to throw, it's a big windmill like motion. He doesn't get into the throwing slot quickly and he doesn't deliver the ball accurately. Right. These are things that he admitted he's had to work on. Right. You know who else is not that natural of the thrower of the football. You got Phillip Rivers. No, Lamar Jackson. Well, he's wow. yeah, he's just like that's odd. But <laughs> Lamar Jackson is not a natural thrower of the football, but he's a star because he's so elite as a runner and he has gotten better as a passer that he can become a real big deal in the NFL. Uh, but by in the way, this Peyton moment, Manning's another guy who kind of threw the ball in and not exactly a lot of body movement. A lot of body movement. Yeah, he's just bouncing around the pocket. Yeah, he did. His feet were like. Anyway, point is, is if the guy's not a natural thrower of the ball, but you're like, that's okay, because he's going to be an elite runner. And then you get him and you're like, hmm. Not an elite runner. Not an elite yeah. runner. So uh -oh. what do we do now? Next sentence from Albert Breer. There's more? Jalen Hurts wasn't a natural thrower of the ball either. And he developed so it could happen. Yeah. I love it. We've now turned Trey Lance into a lottery ticket. Like, you know, probably not going to win a thousand bucks, but eh, 
Scratch it off. It might happen. Then maybe you get the Megan number and you get your money back. <laughs> All right. So he finishes up and says, if Lance, through his work with his personal coaches and Quincy Avery, will join us on the show in an hour and 15 minutes, and we have sound from his podcast, The Q, here coming up in just a second from Trey Lance. But through the work with his personal coaches, if he comes back a different quarterback in the spring and lights up OTAs, then I think the Niners would be thrilled. So in other words, the Niners would be really happy if Trey Lance comes back a totally different person. Here's the good Not news. Not totally different, but well, just improved. Different player. Yeah. yeah. So here's the good news, though, for Trey Lance. I was thinking about this because the reason Albert Breer wrote this article was because Brock Purdy's hurt. And Brock's going to have surgery in five days. And we still don't know exactly what they're going to find when they go in there. And even if it goes perfectly, Brock's not coming back until August. So the great news for Trey is, is this offseason, no matter what, is yours. It is yours to go do whatever you want with it. And there's a long history not too far back here in the Bay Area of injuries that are actually massive blessings in disguise. The number one thing that we always talk about, if Steph Curry's ankles weren't bad, the dynasty never would have happened. If, if they don't get Steph on four years and 44 mil, right. there's no room for Iguodala and there's no room for Durant. Well, and if they don't blow that year where Clay was out, Steph got hurt, and Draymond shut it down, you never would have gotten James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. And... That's different. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I just was. I might. Have, was, I might have misread the cue on this was, whole bit. Yeah, that was no. We were talking about blessings oh, in disguise. My fault. Not bustings in ah, disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but there are a bunch. You're right though about Steph Curry. If David Lee doesn't get hurt, is Draymond Green a Hall of Famer? Exactly. I, I, probably not. He probably never gets a shot. Well, if Joe Lacob doesn't buy the team, then you never trade for Andrew Bogut, who, by the way, was a key piece to you going out and winning a chip as well. So there are a lot of those things. Well, there's blessings wise. But yeah. I mean injuries. Specifically, exactly. were injuries. Jimmy's well, Jimmy's injury led to the 49ers getting Nick Bosa. Alex Smith's injury led to Colin Kaepernick leading you on a run that got you to the Super Bowl. Correct. You were within one play of winning the Super Bowl. If Alex Smith never gets hurt, I don't think Colin Kaepernick gets that shot, even though Jim Harbaugh was champing at the bit a little bit to get uh, Kaepernick some shots in there. Yeah, so I, I like I wonder, because I don't know how this is going to go. Trey Lance is a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. And, and because we've said, the, the head is totally screwed on straight. He's smart. He's going to do all the things that he can do to give himself an opportunity and maybe... This Brock Purdy injury is exactly what Trey Lance's career needed. I think it is in terms of from January to August. Like you said, he is QB1. So you go into the offseason when the league year starts in March and whatever throwing programs Trey goes through, when you have OTAs, when you get into that pre-camp activity, all of it, Trey Lance is the guy. He's getting all the reps. Brock Purdy is not getting reps until he's able to actually go out there and throw and be ready to play in August. So between now and then, Trey Lance has a great opportunity to be the starting quarterback of the 49ers. And you know what, Mark? If he goes through the offseason and he looks good enough and plays well enough, you might find a way into a competition come August. Because if Brock Purdy's yep. coming off a of surgery and Trey Lance is coming off a great summer, they're going to open it up. And they might not say outright, hey, it's anybody's job to lose, but they will tell the guys privately, look, you guys are competing right now. Trey, well, you've done enough. They're going to definitely say that. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of always say that. 
Um, the healthy truth, teams do absolutely. Well, the truth, the truth is this: if Brock Purdy were healthy right now, he's the starting quarterback for the 49ers, and he's going to get all the number one reps in OTAs. Right? He's not healthy. He's not healthy. So that creates an opportunity for Trey, the same way Trey's injury and then Jimmy's injury created an opportunity for Brock and for Josh. So which injury? Like this is actually the question. Come next season, which injury? ended up being the biggest blessing. Does Trey Lance finally pop, therefore Brock Purdy's injury was the biggest blessing, or does he not, and it turns out that Trey Lance and Jimmy's injuries from last year were the biggest blessing, because we I think we can all see at least the lane right now, where Purdy's the quarterback for the 49ers for the next five to seven years, and, uh, and if that happens... He never would have gotten an opportunity right, if right. he wasn't forced into duty. At least the next uh, three years in terms of Brock Purdy and contracts. Because if Brock Purdy comes back to earth and it turned out it was an eight-game flash in the pan, Brock gets healthy, Brock plays this year, hey, he's not very good. Turns out the league has solved the Brock Purdy puzzle. Trey Lance is healthy, he plays, and he's not the sauce either. Well, then you're going to be in a spot where the Niners are going to have to go again in search of a quarterback. But based on what we know right now about Brock Purdy, if he's healthy, he's absolutely good enough to be QB1. And so it all falls on Trey Lance. What a great opportunity totally. for Trey Lance to go from now until August. Get yourself into a position where if the team loses Brock Purdy to injury, they don't feel like they miss a beat. Well, I mean this from the fan perspective, too. Exactly. Like, like maybe this Brock Purdy injury, and I hate saying stuff like this, injuries being blessings in disguise, because there are people who are hurt and rehabbing, and their careers and their mental side are yeah. all on the line. So I don't want it to sound like I'm rooting for injuries, but there is the possibility. So Brock comes back healthy, but Trey Lance is a much better player for it. And then the 49ers, wouldn't you love this? The 49ers have two young, healthy, very good quarterbacks. Inside? Inside the locker room. room. Yeah. yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Now, I, I don't want a quarterback controversy. I don't think that's ever good for a team. I think one of them needs to be QB1, but especially after what we've been through in this era, I would love for the 49ers to have a high-level, affordable backup who can win you games. Exactly. I, whichever one that is. And if Brock Purdy's surgery goes well and he's healthy enough come August to be a participant in camp, he's QB1. But to that point, if Trey Lance is able to improve and look good through OTAs, through the early summer practices, and it's, whoa, Trey Lance has gotten a lot better. He understands the offense now in his third year. He looks more mobile. He's making all the throws. We like what we have in Trey Lance. Well, now the team has an unbelievable advantage on the entire league in what you're talking about. Not only one, but two quarterbacks on their rookie deal, both of whom look like they could, in a spot, win you a game. Now, here's the other side to it. Because that's all kind of blue sky in it. Cool. Trey Lance got an opportunity. Brock's hurt. See where this goes. Here's the other side to it. Um, this is not good. This is, this is not good that this is what's being said about the guy Three first-round picks of draft capital. One was used to pick Trey. The other two were given away um, to the Miami Dolphins. Um, this is not good that almost two years after that pick was made, 
that this is the conversation we were having. And in fact, Brock Purdy may end up saving this regime regime's jobs. Because what did we say a year and a half ago? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan is tied to Trey Lance. And, and if this does not work, then it is not going to work. Um, and and it, right now, right now, Trey Lance is not what they hoped. And that's a fact. Right. And it's partly because of Trey Lance not being good enough, but it's maybe even more connected to the fact that Trey Lance has been hurt. And so... Lance has been hurt, and he lost an entire year last year, much like James Wiseman lost an entire year. And you can't help but make the comparison between the two, and I think it's apt in that James Wiseman came back this year, and the hopes were so high. Now's the time, James. Get in the rotation. Be the big we've all waited for. And it took a grand total of four months for the team to to punt. The team went full Wisnowski on Wiseman. So think about it in terms of Trey Lance. Brock Purdy's out until August. If Trey Lance spends the summer and doesn't look better, and we talk more about what a good guy and a hard worker he is than we do on how much better he's gotten, well then the 49ers might be in a tough spot come the trade deadline next year or at the end of next year where they have to admit in Wisemanian-like well, fashion that they may have made a mistake. Totally, well, and I, I, you're looking at these teams, and this is always sort of the rub between the team and the fan. The fan is sitting here going, well, Trey hasn't played. We did this with Wiseman last week. Wait exactly. a minute, he's only played 60 games. And the team is going, right, we've been with him for three years. We watch practice every day. We watch workouts. We're in film. And we're not getting what we would like to get from that player. And that's where the Warriors were, and that's three years and, and, and you know, a different situation than Trey Lance. You can't find minutes for Trey Lance. But the, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. The Warriors got to a point where they're like, we're done. We're done here. And fans are going to be like, but he hasn't played. Right. The Warriors are like, we, we don't see it. And that's the interesting thing with Trey <laughs> Lance because last thing. year we talked about his package. Uh-huh. And we talked about whether or not that they could actually utilize that, and they didn't have the opportunity to do so. So... Coming into year three, if Brock is healthy, do you use Trey Lance in that way, or do you make him just a straight backup? Look, he's got the opportunity to change this, but what's really interesting about all of this to me is it's one of the first times we're getting a true report and an admission. 49ers are disappointed right now in what they got with Trey Lance. That's not me saying it. That's a reporter who talked to the 49ers right. saying it. Right now, if That's you were tough. to grade that pick in golf terminology, right now it's a double bogey. I agree. But it doesn't mean that you're done. It just means that Go this, eagle the next hole. Seriously. Yeah. Or even if you go birdie, birdie, you're back to part. This is a big offseason for Trey Lance. Huge, huge. The offseason, if you will. Quincy Avery is his coach. He'll join us in an hour. He also had Trey on his own podcast. I wonder how he got him. It's great booking. <laughs> it's great booking. Um, but we'll let you hear some of what Trey had to say coming up next. And your phone calls, certainly welcome. 888-957-9570. It's all brought to you by Living Essentials. Twitch, YouTube. Get your comments going. Um, love seeing you there. And, of course, the Xfinity mobile text line available as well on Willard and Dibs.